Well, good morning, Now Word family and guests. On behalf of Pastor Keith and Lady D, thank you for being in common unity with us to observe Holy Week with prayer, fasting, and preaching the 11th to 7th last words from the cross, leading up to Resurrection Sunday. Let us join our hearts and minds together, remembering Isaiah 53 and 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. I am Pastor Terry, and of the last seven words, my saying is, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? From the scripture reference, Matthew 27 and 46. My brothers and sisters, as with the other sayings of Christ, we've heard these words often, My God. Why have you forsaken me? What we may not be aware of is that this is one of the most challenging passages in the Bible for a lot of theologians. Why? Because they most scratch their heads at the thought that God would forsake his only begotten son in whom he was well pleased. Well, I'm not going to go over the theological differences between Bible scholars Because the point in this passage is actually very simple to the common reader. And the answer can be found in Psalms 22 and 3, when the psalmist said, You are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. Because God is holy, he cannot overlook sin. To the contrary, he must punish it. The Lord Jesus had no sin of his own, but he took on the guilt of our sins upon himself. When God looked down and saw our sins upon this sinless substitute, it was then that he withdrew and turned his back on his beloved son. And it was from that separation that Jesus cried out, my God, why have you forsaken me? But notice he didn't say, my father, why have you forsaken me? Because the father didn't forsake him, but God in his capacity as the righteous judge who must punish sin and cannot deny himself, had to lay the punishment of our sins upon Jesus Christ. But I want to point out something. We tend to focus on God's hate of sin in this scripture as as the primary. But I love it when P.K. said this past Sunday, that God is not in heaven mad about sin. The penalty of sin was satisfied on the cross. The fact is that God's love for us outweighed his hate for sin. And this is why the verse, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, is so powerful. It's not just a slogan or a bumper sticker. It is a declaration and decree of love's conquest over sin. So when we see Jesus on the cross, let's not envision this pitiful sight of a human being, racked in pain, bloody, broken, and forsaken. For that image reflects us and the hopeless state of the sin that is upon, of our sin that is upon him. But don't get me wrong. It's good to remember his sacrifice, but not at the expense of also remembering his triumph. For you see, he is the king of the cross, not the victim of the cross. Oh, no. Jesus was not helpless in this situation, nor a victim of Roman capital punishment. He merely used the Roman government to fulfill his ultimate purpose. It was part of their plan from the beginning. Remember when Jesus said, 
They did not take my life. I willingly laid it down. So the term, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me, is not a term of deceit, but it is a prophetic utterance of the victory in, of victory in fulfillment of the scriptures, which could be found in Psalms 22. And so let's not stop at the forsaken part of the prophecy, but let's look at the rest of it. And yes, Psalm, in Psalms 22, it says, why have you forsaken me? Yes, in Psalms 22, it says, he was reproached by men and despised by people. Yes, in Psalms 22, it says, they pierced his hands and feet and divided his garment. But you know what else it says in Psalms 22? It also says, you have answered me. You who fear the Lord, praise him. That's not all. It all the prophecy also says, for he has, has not despised nor hated the affliction of the afflicted nor has he hidden his face from him. But when he cried to him, he heard, my praise shall be of you in the great assembly. It also says, those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. For all the ends of the world shall remember and turn to the Lord. And all the families of the nation shall worship before you. And finally, it says, for the kingdom is the Lord's, and he rules over the nations. They will come and declare his righteousness to people who are yet to be born. That is, it was he who has done this. Listen, brothers and sisters, in the middle even of this pandemic, I declare to you today that he is still the king of glory. He is the Lord strong and mighty. He is the Lord mighty in battle. Can we just take a moment and praise him just for that? Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you. Truly, we give you the praise, the honor, and glory. For the end of the story was not the crucifixion, the Roman crucifixion. As we will hear even more through and during the rest of this holy week, last saying from the cross, victory, ultimate victory belongs to you. And so we thank you because in that victory belongs to you, God, we have inherited that same victory as your sons and daughters. Oh, gracious Father, we are so grateful to you. We are so grateful that, God, you have determined our end before our beginning. God, that no matter what goes on in our life, you are in control. God, we thank you for the benefit of peace that comes with our salvation. So we rest in that peace right now, God. God, we thank you, Heavenly Father, that no matter what comes our way, you have taken care of it on the cross, and we don't have to worry about being forsaken. For you have declared that you will never leave nor forsake us. And so we rest in that. Even in the times when we feel lonely, we are not alone. For you are with us, God. You watch over and you keep us. And so we are so grateful and thankful. We will never, our tongues will never stop praising you, God. No matter what, we stand in the midst of a crisis and we choose Christ over the crises. 
Oh God, we thank you and we praise you because you are worthy of our praises. Oh no, you are not a forsaken God. You are the King of glory. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, because you are strong and mighty. And so we thank you, Father, that there is no thing greater than you. So we thank you, Father, that you have died for our sins and made yourself a sacrifice. We thank you, Father. We bless your name, God, and give you the praise. Heavenly Father, right now, we pray this special prayer right now for our man of God. In the name of Pastor Keith Graham, we thank you for him. We thank you for Lady Demetrius Graham that supports him. God, we pray right now and cover him right now, God, as he is the word bearer representing now word covered the church. God, we thank you right now that even as he goes forward tonight to declare your word at New Creation Christian Fellowship, we right now stand in agreement with him, God. We cover him with our prayers. God, we thank you right now that the word would be impactful, and because the word would be spread throughout the internet and over social media, that it will reach millions and it will change lives. We thank you for the word in him. Now protect the word that's, that, that you have pregnated him with. God, in the name of Jesus, that it might be delivered, Heavenly Father, with free course, and it will accomplish exactly what you send it to do. We cover him in prayer now. We thank you. We bless your name, God, because you're great. And during this holy season, during this week of fasting and prayer, let us draw closer to you and one another in common unity and love. Truly, we love you. Truly, we thank you. It is in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us remember to join PK uh, on New Creations Facebook Live tonight, uh, starting at 7, I believe, where he will be delivering the word. Let us remember to do that and join in together as he has requested that we do and as we should be doing as, <clears throat> as a matter of responsibility anyway. I love you with the love of Christ. Receive you the benediction. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Go in peace and praise God today, for he has done great things. In Jesus' almighty name, amen.